0: Hey, everybody. Hey, <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Oh my God. It's been a minute. I ain't even finna hold you. Hold on. Let me go see how long it's been, really quick. Because you know how life goes. It just life be happening and that's quite all right, you know um, but let me let me get some context real quick. <laughs> so I want to say the last time the last episode I gave y'all was May 15th. Oh. T- it ain't been that long. Y'all, y'all, y'all been okay. <laughs> it's, one, it's funny because, like, when you got stuff ingrained in you, like, shout out to consistency and programming. Because in the past, I would give myself at least like a month or two of a break in between each season because it's a lot of uh, work. It's a lot of work and information to take in. But this time last year, last summer, I took a a little longer of a break because a bitch was battling depression. And we talked about it. Um, But we're here now, and we're 365 days better than we once was. And I have a lot to share with you, okay? So, welcome back to The Sex Talk. I am your host, Sunny and i am 30 years old y'all i'm 30 years old when we started this i was 28 and that might not sound like that long ago but two two and a half years of research conversations growing and healing and depression and and therapy i feel like a whole new nigga so i'm your host sunny i'm 30 years old my pronouns are she her um, I identify as queer I am black aka a nigga okay and my relationship to today's topic is I'm a healing codependent Um, so I'm super excited to talk about this and share some of my thoughts and feels about codependency and sex and all that fun stuff <laughs> and excuse me of course you know I love having the conversation with you um, that's the only reason why we're still here is because it's been a dialogue you know what I'm saying whether it be social media via email or if you know me personally you've been in touch we've been chopping it up we talk about these things it's the purpose the intent of the sex talk is to normalize conversations around sex sexuality and sensuality and that's what motherfuckers been doing okay quick updates we're back number one season six is is here if you're listening to this episode, season six has begun, and the next for the next uh, ten weeks, you will be receiving new content every Sunday. Mm-hmm. I think the cool part about being an artist, um, a multidisciplinary artist, and a podcaster is that you're a part of the content that you're creating, a part of the 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 stuff that you teach and preach, a part of it is living and being a human being and letting life happen. And so um all of the topics all of the topics I believe let me see. Let me see before I don't know. I you know I like I said I we we center queer black femme folks in this space for sure. And uh, I want to say majority of the topics that I've talked about a few of them been requests that of t- about topics I wasn't aware of or didn't feel equipped to, you know, discuss because I didn't have those experiences. So that's where guests come in. That's where uh, community comes in. You know, I speak from my experience and what I hear and, and, and see and research, but I'd rather give the mic to somebody who lived that shit, you know, pass the mic. You know what I'm saying, so, uh, like I said, a part of this a part of this podcasting experiences is, is sharing a a lot of my own experiences and self disclosing and healing at the same time, but also growing through life, growing through situations, okay, what do you think about that? How do you feel about that? Can you relate, okay um, so yeah, like I said, we're back with season six updates. our colors have changed, our theme has changed. I just wanted to, because honestly, on some real shit, y'all, because this time last year, I was in a really dark space. Like last year was a difficult year for me. um, A a lot changed for me. I discovered a lot about myself, Um, my father. I met my father. uh, I was in a situation that was not the most healthy uh, romantically, and I needed to reevaluate how I even got there, what I did and didn't allow. But, you know, I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to talk about it. Um, And then also just different transitions in life, you know. So... I wanted to kick it up a notch, get colorful, get loud, get open, um, because I had to take a lot of time in, in, in that dark place and really reevaluate some things and put things where they need to be and to develop some standards and boundaries so that I could reenter the world a better person. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you feel me? Um, yes, so... Like I said, I'm welcoming myself back into this motherfucker. <laughs> okay, so um, stay in touch, y'all. Know how this goes. Don't be shy. Y'all been showing a lot of love on Instagram, which I appreciate. I feel like y'all y'all missed a nigga, and I missed y'all too. And here we are. You know what I'm saying just just hold hold me down when I ain't around home y'all know I'm still breathing I'm gonna let you know I'm still breathing you know what I'm saying but I appreciate all the love and all the follows and engagement that we've been having via social media also the newest thing I be, I updated is that we're on Twitter now and I'm trying to get Twitter savvy but yes follow us on Twitter it's the and instead of the sex talk TV we are the sex talk POD the sex talk pod um mainly i I took the tv off because we don't do the live videos anymore but i will be giving you visual content um like i said we took the live video aspect out because uh there was too many technical difficulties via instagram and i know a lot of you like that a lot of you have expressed that you like that piece um but we gonna figure something out as we keep growing so if you're tuning into the sex talk for the first time welcome thank you so much for being here if you stumbled upon this podcast just out of, you know, just out of algorithm or or somebody referred it to you or you just found it cuz you was looking for sex ed from a queer black big body person up in the Midwest, you know what I'm saying? Welcome, you found me. Here I am. Let's chop it up, you know what I'm saying? If you want to support the Sex Talk, um follow our social media, engage with our posts, share our content with your peers. And people around you start the conversations. Okay. Also, please feel free to donate to Cash App and Venmo, and our uh, Cash App and Venmo has changed. Because of uh, because I want consistency across the board from my lieutenant Sunny brand and the Sex Talk brand, I just there's a lot of things that I've changed. So my cash up and Vimo is consistent with Lieutenant Sunny's cash App and Vimo, which is LT Sunny E L L T E E S U N N I E. Again, that's E L L T E E S U N N I E, and that's for PayPal. That's the PayPal handle as well. Um, or you can use the sex TV at gmail.com. I couldn't drop the TV off the Gmail because, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, excuse me. Also, if you don't have Cash App or Venmo and you want to, you absolutely want to make a, a generous donation to this podcast uh, where every dime donated to the podcast goes right back into the podcast. Um, hit me up. Okay, we can chop it up. We'll figure it out. Mhm. 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 So, other than that, I miss y'all. The summer's been good to me. You know, it's I got off um on a rocky start. I'm not even gonna uh hold you because I was uh dealing with a few different transitions and Internal transitions, you know what I'm saying, like growing through things and going through things and changing things, um, and re-entering the world after you've been like on hermit mode for a very long time is very interesting. So I'm like, whoa, I feel like a whole new nigga. And so I'm like, damn. And you know what's crazy? I've been going to therapy. I got a new therapist. She's a black woman. She's my first black therapist. And I, y'all, I am a therapy advocate. I'm not even finna hold you. I've told y'all this before too. My first therapist was a white woman. We were, we were, you know, I was seeing her for three years. And then my second therapist was a white man. But both of them were like, you know, into anti-racism and they were actively educating themselves outside of, you know what I'm saying, like being in touch with black folks. So there was that piece that kept me around. Y'all, get you a black therapist. Black women, get you a black therapist. Black fin folks, get you a black Fem therapist, feminine, 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 divine, therapeutic. Ooh, Lord, this woman has been taking great care of my mind and my spirit and my, oh my God, like it's it's been the best year of therapy that I've had. And y'all know I'm a mental health advocate. Um, and the thing about therapy is you gotta, you gotta be willing. Cause that shit, when we first, when we first got together, it was like this time last year, I did all my paperwork. We got to, we got to start doing sessions. So I was seeing her every week and I was, I was like, look, I'm trying to get out of this dark place that I'm in. So I'm seeing her every week and I'm taking notes every week. And, um, also I was going through, I was actively grieving a situation ship that I was in um which we'll talk more about but it was it was like I was in a a real bad place because there was a lot that was going on and um and I got I got so heavily invested too soon like it you know that I was like hold on a minute like you give me a lot of homework so I had to pause because I wanted to be out of that place so bad that I was forcing myself to get better but you know, we had to slow down. So we went from every week to every other week and then um, down to once a month. And then I was like, OK, let's ease back in. And now we're back to every week. So it's a process. But l- like I said, I'm a mental health advocate. And if you want to get your therapeutic process going, um there are There are agencies out here that are basically throwing free therapy at black people in particular. So many foundations, so many free vouchers. So if you don't have if you don't have insurance, don't let that hinder you from finding help. Like literally this time last year, the opportunity fell in my lap to get free mental health services for a year and then um after that year was up I transitioned transitioned into another scholarship so I have not paid one dime for any of the sessions that I've had because there's so many programs out here that are trying to make up for lost time with these reparations and this restorative justice so get fucking to it uh, white people, <laughs> but also, you know, like don't let don't let insurance or fear of you know not being able to pay for your mental health services stop you because the resources are out here. I'm living proof, monaga. Um, but yes, anyway, like I said, in addition to the topic, um, today's topic it goes hand in hand, in hand with mental health because codependency is a real thing and sexual sex sex and sexuality. It's so intertwined with all these things and all the stuff. And we're going to talk about it. Um, And so I want to issue a few trigger warnings before we get into it. Um, But I just want to let you know, like, if you need to, if you need to, if you feel led to go seek professional help, this is your motherfucking sign, you know. (laughs) But there's no judgment. There's no judgment because everybody needs help. Okay. And I want to tell if you're listening, I want to let you know. Okay, um, if your therapist does not have a therapist, run. All three of my therapists that I've ever had has has therapists, and you could tell the difference. There was probably, you know, there was only one therapist that I didn't work out with well with, and and I, you know, I, I didn't even get a chance to ask her. I didn't see her that often, but she, she just didn't carry herself in a way that she. As in hindsight, I feel like she wasn't taking that good care of herself. So she couldn't take what I was loading on to her, let alone however many clients she had at that time either. So anyway, if your therapist don't got a therapist run, that is a red flag. Everybody needs help. And there's no judgment. okay? (laughs) but I digress. Anyway, let's get into uh, the topic sex and codependency. Uh, what do you think about codependency? What do you think about sex? What do you do? You think they impact each other? Hmm. We about to find out. Okay, let's define codependency. Now, shout out to these explanations. Well, the first one because the first definition does not explain. It doesn't use the word to explain, but y'all, y'all hear. So, the first definition is characterized by excessive emotional and psychological reliance on a partner, typically one who requires support. On account of an illness or addiction and then the second um, explanation or the definition excuse me is in, in sociology codependency is a the- theory that attempts to explain imbalanced relationships where one person enables another person's self-destructive behavior behavior such as addiction poor mental health immaturity irresponsibility or underachievement okay um, so i'm gonna be very frank with you, right. I am a healing codependent actively working on my um pre pre co codependent ways or post codependent ways, and my previous partner was very much codependent and an enabler, and we triggered each other constantly and it was just going downhill and it was it like that shit got rough. And so friendships relationships um work environments, you know what I'm saying it's important to have boundaries. How do you heal from codependency boundaries right? You put the work in um but it's very important to have people around you if you're a healing codependent it's important to have people around you that have uh that have boundaries or, or work are doing the boundary work because boundaries don't develop overnight, okay. Um, but yes, so I like that it said it enables another person's self-destructive behavior, poor mental health, immaturity, irresponsibility, or underachievement. Enablers and codependent people—well, enablers are codependent themselves, but it's a it's a it's a it's a recipe for disaster when you get two codependents together, or a narcissist and a codependent. Oh my God! But anyway signs of codependency look like but are not limited to difficulty making decisions in a relationship difficulty identifying your feelings difficulty communicating in a relationship and y'all know me i i view if you're new here you're you gonna find out but um for the people who know me when i say relationship i mean relationship like relationship as in insert whatever title platonic romantic communal Uh, familial, sexual, or uh, whatever, you know, so but these definitions, I believe that they were talking specifically about romantic partners, but I just want to broaden our gaze in conversation because anybody could be codependent on anybody. Um, I just think that is it's even worse when it's a romantic partner and sex is involved. Okay. So anyway, difficulty communicating in relationship valuing the approval of others more than valu- valuing yourself i want to let y'all know right now that shit is heavy that shit right there valuing the approval of other that shit is physically heavy in your being but we're gonna get into it you know what I'm, saying? I'm gonna keep reading lack lacking trust in yourself and having poor self-esteem having fears of abandonment or an obsessive need for approval shit that shit is heavy having an unhealthy dependence on relationships even at your own cost okay i'm gonna read that one more time having an unhealthy dependence on relationships even at your own cost i'm gonna let that marinate okay these are signs of codependency and last but not least it says having an exaggerated sense of responsibility for others for uh, others actions exaggerated sense of responsibility those are signs of codependency, okay? So when it comes to sex and codependency, what could possibly go wrong, <laughs> you know? <laughs> okay, let's get into it. These these things are, are uh, you know, these things include but are not limited to difficulty saying no or advocating for your own sexual needs or boundaries, difficulty truly identifying how you feel about sex or sex with a particular person, okay particular person and i want to put that out there for hookup culture too you know what i'm saying sometimes we feel like we, when for the people who are in in immersed in the hookup culture you might be hooking up with somebody you might be in a relationship with somebody that you're continuously having sex with or you're hooking up with and you might feel like you can't stop having sex with them because you already started you know and be having codependent the tendencies can get you wrapped up in you know, it, all the in, these entanglements and your feelings are involved in all over the place because you can't identify how you feel about having sex with that person for whatever reason. It's important to talk about these things because you have the right to say no and you have the right to change your mind. You know what I'm saying? What, you, what do you think about that? You feel me? Um, also, let's keep reading. Valuing the approval of others through sex and sexual favors. Okay. Having fears of abandonment if you don't have sex with a person or an excessive need for sex. Having an unhealthy dependent on dependence on sex, even at your own cost. And having the extreme desire to please others sexually. What do you think about this? Can you relate? And does this sound like you or someone you know? You know what I'm saying? And so uh, to double back really quick y'all know that i'm really big on boundaries and we're gonna have a boundaries conversation part two in this season we might have a boundaries conversation in every season moving forward because the nigga done gone through some things and i was like goddamn this boundary work it ain't no fucking joke but um boundaries is work and i i was explaining this to my friend um the other day i was basically saying like uh, for example, when you start practicing a boundary or, or building a habit, when you first begin to build that habit, it's, say it's, uh, say it's like three months, you're three months in of building this habit, okay? You're more likely to relapse on that habit because it's three months old. Imagine, like, you know that saying, taking candy from a baby, it's easy to take candy from a baby because they don't, they, they like motor skills. They can't communicate. You know what I'm saying? They, they're not that strong, you know? So give yourself some grace when you're doing your boundary work and you're working on yourself, you're working out of codependency and, and you're healing from a narcissistic relationship and all those things. And you're learning to trust yourself. You know what I'm saying? Not to fall back, give yourself a little bit of grace, uh, because if you're, if you're, three months in, a year in, you know, you, you will, you will relapse. You will fall back. You will relapse on certain habits and behavior. But if you're, if you continue to stay persistent on your work, you won't fall back that long. You know what I'm saying? Like, for example, it's like growing out of clothes. You know what I'm saying? Like when you get older, you, you're, uh, you grow, you get taller, right? So those pants that you, your favorite pants, You might love those pants. You might wore them out. You might ward them to death. And you might, even though even though you're a little too tall for him, you might wear them one more time just to get one more wear out of them or just to see if you can still fit in them. But they ain't going to be comfortable that long because it's like these are these are flooding now and I'm not really into f- high water pants. I want to get some pants that cover my ankles. I want some bell bottoms. I want some, you know, I want some I want some skinny jeans. I want some leggings that touch my ankles. You know what I'm saying? You might be able to get away with high waters if you got some socks, some tube socks or you cuff your pants in the summer, whatever you do. But it's not gonna, you're not going to be comfortable that long. So give yourself some grace and buy you some new fucking jeans, okay? i played too fucking much but like i said uh codependency it's real you know what i'm saying so i talked about how and also i want to add that narcissists and codependents are like narcissists love codependents and they can really sniff it out it's like it's like they're like wolves you know what i'm saying narcissists are like wolves and they can sense it they'll test you they'll see how far you'll let some shit slide before they push you all the way to to too far you know what i'm saying but codependents have a certain role of responsibility in these relationships when it comes to these things because we have to develop the the muscle of saying no and being clear and direct so um self-disclosure, I have a lot of stories like this, especially in the last three to five years, because I've done a lot of boundary work in the last three to five years. Um, but because I said I w- I, w- I don't mind self-disclosing, the pl- the previous relationship slash situationship that I was involved in, um, the, it got gray. You know, after a while of us being involved with each other, it got real gray, especially because I was going through some things and um, that person was very persistent about certain things that they wanted, borderline very much harassment. Like I felt very harassed in hindsight about certain things, especially because I said no. And I distanced myself from certain things and I was very adamant and 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 blunt about certain things because I believe that truth is what uh, eliminates confusion. And so, when it comes to that situation, I was told often that I say things that are hard to hear, and i'm I'm very blunt and you know like uh I guess I could be uh, you know like the feedback was that I could come off harsh or whatever it was I can't remember, and so I told that person, I'm like, I'll sit with that, I'll think about it right i'll hear I hear you." You know, I'm not polished in my delivery completely. And that's fine. I'm not a perfect human being. However, I'm trying to heal. And so, you know, I think that's why we need to slow down and get to know each other, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. But the thing about it is I was raised by a narcissist, I'm a healing codependent. And what I've learned about codependency is that it's so important for us to be very clear and check in with ourselves and trust ourselves and be transparent. Transparency is what has helped me get out of the level of codependency that I was in. And there's been a lot of situations I've been taking advantage of in and so at there's a point in my healing journey where I had to realize like okay, in hindsight, now that I'm removed from these situations, where did I where where could I have been a little more firm? Where could I have pushed back a little more for myself? Where could I have been okay with that person being upset about my boundary? You know what I'm saying? Like if people if people want to respect you, if people are in a healthy place, if people are secure in themselves and if people don't have hidden agendas, they won't have a problem with your boundaries. And also the ecosystem. We've talked about that a lot. I've talked about the ecosystem a lot. I have very healthy relationships in my ecosystem. I've worked very hard to get to this point. Thank God a nigga can finally breathe in this bitch. But. What I'm saying is also what I'm adding to is that it's very important to build a healthy ecosystem around you and have solid people around you that know you to use those relationships as a standard. Right? So I've developed relationships with people in my life and this is why I say relationship is relationship because respect is respect, boundaries are boundaries, communication is communication. The le- the 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 label is what changes the intimacy and what you can and cannot do with that person, right? And so because I have these different relationships that are in healthy places, I can use those relationships as a barometer. Right, so I'm in a situation with a person that's not respecting my boundaries. Would my sister treat me this way? Would my godmom treat me this way? Would my therapist treat me this way would my Would my best friend treat me this way? Would my brothers treat me this way? If the answer is no it's easy to uh, cancel that situation out and stand firm. You know, you have concrete evidence with other people and other healthy relationships and people who actively work to respect you to use as evidence so that you can fully decide and be aware of what's going on in the current relationship that you're questioning. You know what I'm saying? So um, also, something that I want to speak to as a healing codependent is this: it's a lot of less confusion. It's way less confusion and foggy-headedness and and palpitating hearts and anxiety now that I've have healthier relationships in my life, and now that I've left a lot of relationships in the past and safeguarded myself from those people because people like to lurk, people like to pop up people like to text you on your birthday. People like to say happy holidays on Christmas. You know, be 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 careful y'all. Christmas, Thanksgiving, all these pagan ass holidays is on the way. Block them numbers so you don't even get the text this year. Okay? While you're doing your boundary work, block the numbers, okay? Cuz they're going to text you and they're going to be like, "Oh, <laughs> just even if the number saves, still say who is this if you want to respond (laughs) be petty start traumatizing these bitches back you know what i'm saying no but on some real shit um your boundary work when you do it outside the bed outside of the bedroom you could do it in the bedroom as well um okay so like i said uh It's it's really important that we uh, figure out, do the internal work to figure out what our sexual needs, desires, and boundaries are. And separate, figure out what fantasy that you would like to watch and what's a desire that you would like to act out because p- pornography will confuse you okay just because they do it on the movies don't mean that you don't try that shit in your in your bedroom you might you might cause some harm to yourself or the other person you know what I'm saying so do some internal work write this shit down journal about it talk about it with your therapist you know figure out your sexual desires uh and and surround yourself with sexual partners and people who have healthier relationships with sex that won't yuck your yum okay for example not everybody does anal there's a lot of people who do do anal and there's people you might you might watch anal porn right you might watch porn that has uh that does anal scenes in it and you might like to watch it but you might not like to do it and that's okay okay and if your partner have have that conversation with your partner. But if you if you don't want to do angel, don't don't do it. Just say no. Okay? And and have a conversation about what you can and cannot do. Um and and build a safe space in the bedroom, okay? Um and also like self-esteem and confidence is your best friend with your boundary work and healing from codependency like it says, uh, sex and codependency together might look like value in the the approval of others through sex and sexual favors. That is, you know what I'm saying? That's a tricky place to be in. You know, we we live in a society where they talk a lot about uh, when it comes to black women. I hear this in the black community a lot about, you know, um, you got your Kevin Samuels, and your podcast warriors, your male podcast warriors, your high value men talking about black women who have fatherless behavior. Okay. Here's what I'm going to say about that theory. Okay. Is that yes, masculine, having a healthy masculine presence in a young girl's life growing up can really, um, really, uh, protect her from a lot of things. And, influence her in a lot of ways and a lot of different things. But I don't want to, uh, I don't want black women to be shining this light as if we can't have a healthy sexual appetite and be, uh, ethically non-monogamous without it being attached to sleaziness and, and like lack of morals and, and value as a person. Okay. So this separate, but what I will say is you can reparent yourself. You can, You know, if you need that feminine nurturing and loving and providing and homemaking side, you you can find godmothers and Um, feminine people in your life to fulfill that and you can fulfill it within yourself. And also when it comes to the masculine energy, that's the protect, protection, the discipline, the provider, you can reparent yourself for that masculine side um, and that healthy masculine energy. You might might have some male friends or some masculine friends or um, a god dad or uh, a male peer in your life um, that can help with those way help you develop those, you know, internal instincts and that, that internal healing, healing your inner child that you need. So I just want to, I just want to debunk that theory that fatherless behavior is at, attached to sexual deviance holistically. I, I want to dissect the fact that sexual desire and sexual thrill and sexual curiosity and sexual, uh, and sexual, uh, appetite it's all, it's, it's all, you got to unpack it, okay, and that's what I've had to do in my walk with sexual discipline, I've had to unpack my own desires, needs, boundaries, curiosities, and, and even um, process and dissect my own experiences, you know, and that's why I speak about harm, there's some things that I've engaged in where I was like, in hindsight, I'm like, I, I wasn't interested in that, I was curious, you know, but I ain't doing that again. You know what I'm saying? And I need to t- take some time to heal my body from that. You feel me? Okay. So, uh, like I always say, develop an ecosystem around you of people who love and respect you and value you, actively listen to you, and hear, hear you when you speak the first time. And also you know develop you a few relationships and friendships in your life with people who have a healthy dialogue about sex I'm not talking about girl you know what we did last night but I was like this I was like that no like like on the sex talk standard like hey let's talk about this let's talk about anal let's talk about uh, vaginal intercourse let's talk about nipple play let's talk about sexuality let's talk about gender let's talk about you know etc cetera, etc cetera, you know have so I, I. From this day on, if you're a sex talker, the the prices went up. Okay, the standard has gone up in our lives. We need to we need to increase the maturity around the sexual the conversations that we're surrounding, um, that are surrounding sex with our peers in our lives. Okay. Okay. So um. And last but not least, I want to say ways to heal from codependency uh, are are uh, are but not limited to, like I said, therapy. I am a therapy advocate, y'all know it. You, there are sex therapists in the world that you could chop it up with, talk to, and get in touch with, um, and that can that can help walk you through things. I want to encourage people to take agency in their therapy sessions. Um, there are specific therapists that specialize in specific things. And I want you to do your research, ask questions, go to these free consultations and question your therapist and question their knowledge of what they know and what they can offer you. You know what I'm saying? You might not even need a sex therapist, you might need an art therapist, a music therapist, a psychotherapist, whatever, whatever. There's so a dance therapist. You know, there's movement therapy, right? Um, But yeah, mental health, address your mental health, take agency in your uh, therapy sessions and ask questions and lead your conversations. For me personally, I have had I've been blessed to have really great therapists that ask me questions and ask me what I need. And also to let me know what to let they let me know to let them know what I need in the next session. So I can come in with the topic or I could say, I want to talk about this for this month. I want to dissect this. I want to go back to what happened. Um, I want I just want to talk about my childhood in particular in these next two sessions or I want to bring my sister in on this session, or I want to talk about my niece in this session, or I want to talk about my mom. You get what I am saying? So you know, get, get, take take agency over your your therapy sessions. Get you a therapist and all that good stuff. Um, <clears throat> like I said, journal, journal, write write about sex. Think about sex. Process about sex. Think about these things. Think about your past sexual experiences, and if if you If you have sexual anxiety, sexual trauma, uh, which I'm sure we all do to some uh, uh, capacity, uh, you know, be careful. Be careful with these things. If you want to process your sexual past with a mental health professional or a safe person, I encourage you to do that. If you're in a healthier space with your sexual past, I will journal about it. Rehash some things. uh, Think about some things and take some notes. Remember what you did and didn't like, you know what I'm saying? And in hindsight, self-disclosure, something that I've had to realize is that um, there was an ex that I was involved with years ago. And it took me a very long time to get over them because we had really great sex. And it took me some time to really uh, grasp that. My sexual attraction to them was wrapped up in what I thought was emotions and things like that. We didn't really have much of a healthy relationship or communication, but we had fantastic uh, sexual chemistry. And I've talked about it in previous conversations, but it took me time and experience and conversation to dissect that. And a lot of what we experienced and a lot of the energy that we exchanged, um, it was very organic and it just happened. Um, um, But I... I value I value those experiences I had with them. I don't attach those experiences to them anymore. You know what I'm saying? But I take that with me. What we did and what I enjoyed, I take that with me in the future. So now I know I like it. I like sex this way. I want to do it. I want to. I want to do these things. This is what I will and won't do. Um, this is what I'm willing to ne- negotiate, and this is how I'm willing to move forward with my future with sex partners. Right. Um, so, like I said, talk to somebody, um, journal, re- rehash and remember, reflect, and r- write a list. I didn't like this. I did like that, blah, blah, blah. Or this felt good with this person, but we had no connection. So, you know, I had to do, I had to do mo- majority of the work. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So... To be codependent, just imagine like codependency as like uh, a chain, right? And you're linked to that person indefinitely. But the reality of it is when you, when you deal with codependency, you can unlink yourself from that chain. The idea that keeps us linked to the other person is it's in, it's in our head. It's in our behavior. It's in our upbringing. It's in the way that we were taught to uh, connect with people, okay? Also keep some truth tellers around you, okay? Uh, to my healing codependents or my codependents who just discovered that they're codependent. Okay, welcome. How you doing? It gets better. Okay, you gonna feel better. Get settled in. Rest. Get some tea. You're gonna be alright. And also wanna I also I, I'm very confident. I'm confident in saying this about us codependents, us healing codependents and, 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 and uh, you know, awaken codependents is that you got some truth tellers in your life that you might have been avoiding or you might not be spending enough time with them. And it's time to change up your schedule. It's time to reach out. It's time to grab lunch. You know, I, I want the healing codependents. You got homework. Reach out to them truth tellers in your life. Take them to lunch, pay for the lunch and let them know you want a healing journey and you working on being you working on healing your codependency and you sorry that you distance yourself from them because you couldn't handle the truth at the time. OK, but those truth tellers, those people who don't lie to you, those people who tell the things that you tell you, the things that you don't want to hear. Um, but but. Our pain is what's limiting us from hearing the, hearing the truth. Those are those are the people who's going to help you heal. Those are the people who you need in your ecosystem. I'm trying to tell you. I'm a healing co-defender, y'all. Okay. Um, but, yeah, reach out to them. You know, let them know you're sorry for the distance. Take them to lunch. Maybe grab them some flowers and a card and let them know, like, hey, I'm on a healing journey and I want to do this with you. Uh, Also, tell the truth to your damn self. Okay, you gotta be a truth teller for yourself. Hey, look yourself in the mirror. Hey, person, insert your name. I'm, I, I fucked up. I went back. I relapsed. I'm not strong in these environments. I, I I might not want to hang out with these people and do these things anymore. I don't think I should be having sex with that person no more because they don't really respect my boundaries. They don't really, I don't really feel like. It's a mutual interaction when I'm dealing with this person. This person doesn't really value my pleasure, okay? You know the answers, okay? Work on trusting yourself. Get, get you a little workshop in, you know what I'm saying? Find you a YouTuber. Y'all know I stand by Mama V, Ian Van Zandt. still to this day. I had to take a little break from her work because uh, a bitch was tired, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, okay, I'm tired. Now, that's a motherfucking truth telling. I was like, I'm tired of hearing the truth right now. I'm going to come back. but I'm going to process this. I'm going to rest. I'm going to take a break. I'll be back, Mama V. Um, But yeah, get you some truth tellers in your life. Um, Call yourself out. Journal. Reflect. Think about what you do and don't like about your sex life or the lack thereof. Even in masturbation, experiment with your body. Figure it out, you know, because you have the answers. The answers are within you and you have more power then you then people let you think you did and that you believe, allow yourself to believe is your body and is your choice okay so with that being said, I just want to say thank you so much for tuning in. I really miss y'all. I really appreciate y'all. Thank you so much for your support. Like I said, if you want to continue to support the sex talk, share our social medias with your peers, follow us, engage with us on social media, um, and comment, talk to me via, uh, via email, Instagram, DM, Twitter. We on Twitter now. You know what I'm saying? Um, we might be on TikTok one day. Don't hold your breath. Okay don't hold your breath, but we might, that was the plan initially, but then I was like, damn, I like just TikTok, and then it turned into a little tid sunny TikTok, <laughs> but anyway, follow us on Instagram, chop it up with us, and start the conversation with your peers, whether I'm aware of it or not, whether we're aware of it or not, um, it's a it's a success story to get a conversation started with your peers about these topics, uh, because it's healthy. Okay, okay, we're gonna change the paradigm about sex, sexuality and sensuality. We're we're sending the sex, we're sending the sex, we're sending sex through a cleansing process. We gonna we're gonna approach sex differently because we got the power. Okay. Last but not least, if you wanna support the sex talk financially, you could do so via Cash App, Venmo. Um, at E L L T E E S U N N I E. That's L T Sunny. I've changed the the uh, I've changed all of my um, handles for Cash App and Venmo to be consistent so it's easier for people to purchase merchandise in public and all these different things. So but also if you want to do PayPal as well, uh, I we can accept PayPal at thesextalktv talk TV at gmail.com or if you want to send a check or a different Um, or you want to use a different avenue to send a monetary gift, just reach out, okay? I don't bite. Come talk to me, okay? I hope you are taking good care of yourself, and I look forward to this season with you. Take care and let me know what you think about all of this, okay? Talk to you later. Bye.